0: Well, you know, I don't normally do podcasts back-to-back, but I felt compelled to put up another Canadian Pinball podcast right after we did one yesterday, and because um, a couple reasons why. A couple reasons why. One reason is I was able to go play Houdini uh, for a pretty long time today, and I want to give my impressions of that game. But before I do that, I have to do something that's uber important. I have to clarify and retract something I said in my previous podcast um, that was a mistake. And, and, and the more I think about this, the more I'm pissed off at myself and I'm pissed off at somebody else for uh, emailing me something. So in my last podcast, I, I reported that the Jersey Jack Pinball CEO, um, Joe Balber, is out at Jersey Jack Pinball. Now that is not the case. And I heard from people specifically over there today that that is not the case. And so you can imagine how upset I was that I would have reported something uh, so erroneously. And it's my mistake. I mean, this I, I should not have taken somebody's tip at face value and just reported it. And, you know, I kind of said, it's what I heard, uh, but I didn't follow up and I didn't go uh, ask anyone at Jersey Jack if that was the case. I want to go on the record for saying, I'm sorry for reporting that uh, incorrectly. And you have my word that I will do a better job in the future when I get information that is indicating sensitive occurrences at a pinball manufacturer that I'll do my homework before reporting. So let's move on. We've corrected that. I want to apologize and, um, and, and move on to Houdini. Now, I got a chance to play a, a good amount of Houdini. Now, I think we all know that when you play a pinball machine for the first time, it's it's not something that you're just going to get on, on, on ball one or ball two. So I, I had a huge, huge pocket full of quarters, and I was able to sit on Houdini uh, at Sunshine Laundromat in Brooklyn, New York, uninterrupted i I played probably 15 to 20 games in a row like one after another after another after another and i want to give my initial impressions to the game and i've heard you know certain pinball people give their reviews of houdini and uh you know i've been waiting to play a more final version of the game now here's the thing um when you review a game that's on location, you do have to explain to the listener of the show the conditions by which you played the game. So here are the conditions that, that were impacting my Houdini experience. First and foremost, the sound on the game was really low. And some of the games at Sunshine, their volumes are great. Some of them, not so much. But I have to say, the, the volume on Houdini... Was, was super, super low, so I was not able to be pulled into the game on an audio level, which I know is super, super important to all pinball machines. I was playing Batman 66 at Pioneer Bar, and the volume on that game is all but off. And I, I think like 75% of the enjoyment of playing Batman is the audio in the game. And so, to not have that, I think that's really puts my initial impression of the game at a disadvantage. So I, I want everyone just to, to realize that. Um, the other part of the of the experience is, you know, there's a lot of games in there, so you, it's it's not the brightest environment. But I was able to see the game pretty nicely. I actually didn't feel like there were any sort any real like. Um, lighting issues on the game that that sort of made gameplay difficult. All right, now let's talk about the game itself. So we all know that Houdini is a game that has been sort of um, reviewed the following. I think everyone agrees that the game is jam-packed, and the game is jam-packed with features. I mean, there is a lot going on in this game. You've got subways, you've got magnets, you've got two ramps, you've got... Um, you know a lot going on you've got spinners you've got you got a lot of stuff okay so it's 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 a jam packed game for $7000 i'm right now i'm trying to get a picture of houdini pinball you know if you if you if you gmail gmail I, sorry guys i'm a little rattled tonight if you google search for houdini pinball you still get so many images of john Papa duke's machine which which is really really annoying because there is no John Papaduke Houdini Um, but I want to see if I can get a high-res image this is another marketing thing folks it's like you should make sure that your game is is sort of searchable and findable and you shouldn't have to like I I don't know I'm struggling to find one high-res image of the Houdini playfield one I I, I, nothing's coming up in an image search Um, all right so here's here's the thing I'm just going to go out and say exactly what I felt with my experience with Houdini. You can take it or leave it. You know some of the issues I faced in terms of the conditions. But regardless of conditions, I want to talk about my gameplay experience. Alright, so I will say this and I'm going to confirm for you guys that for those of you who don't like frustrating tight shots, I, I think you're going to have an issue with Houdini. and I know that we've been hearing from the very get-go when this machine first sort of popped up at TPF a year ago that there were some really tight shots. And, I, you know, I look, I'm going to confirm that there are, like, really, really tight shots in this game. I I, I still think that this game uh, has some shots that are almost ridiculously tight. And by that, I mean, it, it's like you, you, you don't feel confident in some of the the really important shots in the game and the one that really just is like and you look at it and you stare at it it's the shot that's directly to the left of the right orbit shot I believe it's the shot that puts the ball into uh, that, that, that milk can cannon shot and literally if you look at that shot there's like a post and then an opening that's just larger than the size of a pinball and then another post And so when you try to hit that shot, you are going to miss it probably eight out of 10 times. Now, some people out there like to say that shots that are really tight, they're really rewarding when you finally do hit it. And of course, it is really rewarding to hit a shot that's difficult, but I am in the camp of no shot should be that hard in pinball. You know, another shot I played uh, or I experienced in the same day, because I went over to another machine during my my stint over at Sunshine. The same shot I had the same issue with was the the Death Star shot for Star Wars. I I think both those shots are equally as frustrating as each other. And they're both equally important to progressing through the game. And they both are real head-scratchers to me because it's like, why would you make a shot in pinball that goddamn frustrating, okay? I mean, that's that's just like, I, I just felt that way. Um, because here's the thing about Houdini pinball. It's not an easy game. And the reason why it's not an easy game is it's a combination of tough shots. And again, most of my review will be the shots in the game because I, I, I literally didn't get much of the audio experience. Um, I think the game looks great, I, I do, I think it's it lights up really nicely, um, but here's here's the thing, the shots on the left side of the play field, all those shots with with like, one shot sort of goes into the left orbit, the other shot sort of banks around and goes, you know, sort of through the pops and into the theater, another one goes up the middle into the pops, the, the entrance to those shots, they are so damn close to the flippers, and that's my issue. It's like, it's like building a house right on the street. There is no room for error when you are shooting those shots. I mean, there were so many times when I was playing tonight where the ball would just hit the post and boom, like ricochet right down in the middle of the game. Like even though there's a post in between the flippers, I had some wicked, wicked, wicked drains. And maybe you could chalk this up to, it's my first time playing the game and I'm not that good and I'll learn the shots. And maybe so, maybe so, but you know, by putting shots that close to the flippers, um, you are really, really asking for, you know, uh, punishment if you don't hit that shot clean, because the second you hit that post, where do you think that ball's going? After it's coming off the flipper at full velocity, that ball is hitting that post and it's ricocheting right back down. And so I guess my takeaway is you're really going to have to learn how to shoot this game. And I, I, by that, I mean, there's not a lot of margin for error. You know, I mean, it's, it, it, is, it is a game that will punish you if, if you don't uh, really hit the shot or, or take your time. Um, there's, there, there, you can't just sort of flip on it the way you can flip on Guardians or flip on Star Wars or flip on Batman or, you know, flip on most Stearns with fan layouts that are more forgiving. Uh, this, this machine will punish you. It will punish you. Uh, I also think that most of the shots, I, um, I can't really tell. Again, this might have been the way Sunshine was set up, but there's not really like a lot of backhanding going on. I think most of the shots on the right of that game need to be hit from the left flipper, and vice versa. So if you try to backhand a, a, one of the left shots with uh, the left flipper, you're 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 going to hit a post probably, and it's going to come right back down. So a lot lot of tight shots, and so you know I I think it does beg the question uh will that equal a fun experience for people and maybe i just played a game that was set up a little bit off and maybe that will make a difference uh but i just i just think like all of the real estate in terms of where your shots begin in Houdini they're just pushed so far forward okay so i had that issue with the game um i did like the the magnetic hands of Houdini there's a magnet switch uh that's behind or target that's behind each of those that's i think it says magic or magnet i think it says magic and when you hit that it activates its hands. it's kind of cool it's a little bit like um the uh you know like a, i can't tell if it's meant to stop a ball from draining when it's going towards an out lane but i think it's more of the effect of you know the ball's being grabbed by houdini like in this magical way and then it drops the ball Usually into it. Usually feeds uh, the flipper, so that that was cool. Uh, the trunk shot that's up the middle is really interesting, and so I'm curious as like how you're supposed to enter the trunk because I don't think I, I don't think you're supposed to go straight up the middle. There is a, a shot directly to the left of straight up the middle where you go up the bumpers. Uh, that's almost like a little miniature orbit that sort of hooks the ball into the theater. And so I, once I got that shot down, I I, I like that. It was really cool the way the ball disappeared inside the theater uh, and ended up, I believe it comes out of the, the subway scoop that is to the right of the game. Uh, again, I'm, I'm not, I wish, I need to pull up. I can't find a freaking image. Chris, great, good job talking about Houdini pinball. And there's not even like good images. Let me see. Houdini pinball. Let me type in play field. So, Let's see. You know, more and more, the John Papadou keeps coming up, and the old images come up with the, the cell phone sort of vertical, on the, on the Houdini playfield. Man, this this is funny, man. There's like, there there's just I don't know. I, I wish it was easier to find a high ris image. Um. All right. So, the, I I did like the fact that, you know, the ramps were, were easy to hit. The orbit shot is so satisfying. The orbit's really easy to hit. I, I And I think that's the thing, too, is you've got this beautiful, smooth-as-butter orbit shot in the game, and then you just have, like, the the frustrating, like, tight shots right next to it. And I think the game just, like, if it just lost one shot and opened up all the other shots i just think it'd be so much more fun to shoot okay see the game i was playing right next to it and if you go into sunshine laundromat tonight or any you know anytime soon right next to houdini is dialed in and dialed in very similarly to houdini has a lot of shots that start very early on on the play field in fact it's almost identical where the dialed-in ramp starts and the orbit shot starts with bobs and all those shots, they sort of have the same distance to the flippers as the Houdini shots do. Go look at the opening sizes for those shots compared to the opening sizes for Houdini. Again, it was just designed to be this way. Now, what does that mean? I, I think the key takeaway is, Does that mean you are going to like or not like Houdini? And I'm here to tell you absolutely not. I think what you need to do is you need to go play Houdini and decide for yourself if it's a game that you enjoy. And I need to play Houdini again because I... Could not fully get into the game with the audio being what it was, so I was I was almost like hyper focused on the shots, and that that's also probably um, problematic for developing an opinion about the game overall uh, because I didn't really know what to do, <laughs> you know. So I'm like I'm trying to listen to the things that are going on, um, but I'll say this: I, I I started to to learn, you know, when you hit uh, the spirit sort of scoop then it told me what the combos were I like the fact that it wrote what the combos were on the screen I thought the screen looked great I thought the the overall like package of the game looked really great those two uh, those two spotlights that are designed like like movie spotlights they lit up the game nicely um, the other thing oh I forgot about this the other thing though is is that milk can shot on the left side of the game, right? The magical shot all the way up the play field. It never made it into the trunk once. It missed about an inch short. It hit like the front of the trunk every single time. Now that has to be uh, the game not being set up properly. So that's not on American Pinball. I think that's on Peter and Sunshine and not getting this game dialed in properly. Um, with shots being this tight, I would assume that this is a game that is going to require sort of perfect setup to make everything, um, achievable and make the shots, um, you know, make, make you be able to find the shots. So that's my review of Houdini. That it is a, you get a lot for your money. It's a very challenging game. Uh, it is a game that will punish you if you don't find your shots. It's, there's not just one shot to punish you. I think there's, there's um, a, a, a few shots that are hard to hit. Uh, I, I went from Houdini tonight to Stern's Guardians of the Galaxy Pro to Lord of the Rings to Dialed In and to Star Wars L.E. Now, it was interesting jumping around all those games in the middle of playing Houdini Uh, because, you know, what you do realize when you jump on a modern Stern is Stern does give you, for the most part, more of a, a wide open fan layout that at least allows you a little bit more leeway in getting into the game. The game's not going to punish you immediately. Um, I thought the build quality of Houdini was very good. I, I, I thought it felt more solid than the Stern machines I jumped on. Uh, I had no issues whatsoever with the feel of the game. I mean, it, it feels like a rock-solid machine. And I think, you know, you guys who love pinball will figure out the shot geometry, okay? But I think it is going to be one of the first things people walk away noticing about the game. Um, You know, when I went back to Star Wars, right, L.E., a game I talk about all the time, uh, you know, going from Star Wars to Houdini, it it is like those are the polar ends of the spectrum uh, in terms of how games are laid out. Like, Star Wars is, like, super wide open all the shots are at the top of the play field and the shots are meant to like whip around back at you, but it's constant flow. And you you kind of just keep flipping in Star Wars to keep the ball moving and get the you know, momentum going and I can tell why that's fun. I still think Star Wars, where it falls apart for me is the fact that every single goddamn light on that game is lit up at the same time and it's all blinking at once. I think it's I think it's the most ridiculous use of inserts and lighting I've ever seen in a game because it's like it's like everything louder than everything else I have no idea why everything in Star Wars has to light up at the same time I completely ridiculous Um, but the game is fun because it's fast I'll, I'll give it that like it's fun because it's fast I barely even noticed the TIE fighter on the spring but I'll come back to that Death Star shot is you've got this this hyper loop that takes up all the real estate in the game it's the main feature the game and you want to see the hyperloop work multiple times during a game and it's freaking almost impossible to get that ball into that into that Death Star shot it's such an awkward shot too if you look at it like the opening to it is like who thought that this is this this is how we should have the opening to the Death Star the opening to the Death Star shot should be a lot more like shooting up the center ramp into the Lord of the Rings center ring that at least allows you to like engage and enjoy the main toy and features of the game. And that's my whole thing with all the pinball people is this, these reviews are coming at you from me. Like I'm a, I'm an okay player. I'm not great. I'm not a tournament player, but I've played enough pinball where I know uh, the difference between fun and frustrating I do I've I've played enough machines where you want the shots to be fun. And if you want to make it difficult, I think the difficulty level in pinball should come from combos and other things of that nature because the reality is is all pinball is hard on some level. Just watch a casual person walk up to a pinball machine, drain their three balls in 30 seconds, and they're off playing a redemption game or, or Pac-Man. I mean, pinball is hard. Pinball is not easy. And the fact that some of these games have shots where the openings are freaking ridiculous is beyond me. It's equally as freaking ridiculous to have a flipper gap the size of Ghostbusters, right? Or to have cheap outlane drains. I just think games should first and foremost be designed to be fun. And yes, you can have difficult shots that are rewarding, But they just shouldn't be too difficult. And I think Houdini, it's right on the borderline of who thought these shots, (laughs) who thought these shots opening, and then you have post in front of them, who thought these shots opening uh, would work or or would they be too, and look, part of it is like they designed this game so quickly that I'm not even sure they had enough time to accurately like do full testing. I don't know. I don't know. I just, I just found the shots to be really hard. Again, that's just my take on it. Um, I think for you guys who are really good at pinball, it's probably going to be something that you enjoy. Um, but I just wanted to be honest. I, 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 this is my take on the game. And it's nothing personal against Joe and Josh. I still think what they accomplished over at American Pinball in a year is a good thing. Um, but I'm going to give you guys my honest feedback on a game when I play it. And I will and here's the other thing. Here's the other thing. And I want all of you guys out there to remember this. This doesn't mean that I won't play the game some more and change some of my opinions about the game. Now, I can't change shot layouts, so I doubt I'll get really good. And 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 I don't think I'll ever. I don't think I'll ever feel that those shots aren't tight. I, I don't think I'll ever feel that way because they're gonna be like my opinions are not gonna open up the shot entrance. Um, but I can learn how to play the game more and I could obviously hear the game in the future and I can get into the modes and the actual sort of progress of moving through Houdini, which I look forward to doing. So this is just a preliminary, my experience at sunshine. Don't shoot the messenger. All right. All right. Let's go to some user mail. And I don't think there's any news that's happened in the pinball world in one freaking day. Um, I got an email from uh, Matt. He said, show feedback and Houdini. He said, first off, I've tried to listen to other pinball podcasts. They are unlistenable to. Most I turn off after 10 minutes or so. This was even before yours. I'm just start stating what I hear. Even on your worst days, you still make it interesting to listen to. It makes for good listening when I'm at work. The podcast with Brenda was solid as well. Brenda's sitting here. She's smiling. All of a sudden, she's she's uh, she's, she's 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 no. Now she's not smiling. Now she's looking at me funny. Um, he said, "I encourage her to be a guest on some more podcasts. Perhaps you can co-host with her." Co-interview some guests to give another perspective to the questions. Brenda, I'm I'm shouting out to you. Will you come back on the show? She said, if I'm lucky with an Irish accent. Um, He then goes on to say, as for Houdini, I get that everyone wants us to be the darling of pinball. I want to like it. The artwork and color usage is stunning. I keep on playing it to try to get into it. It just doesn't feel that satisfying. I posted my initial impressions on the pin side thread. Some changes were made to the machine I have access to, which did indeed improve the play, but still not enough for me to fall in love with it. I will play it some more this evening after Pinball League at Analog in Davenport, Iowa. The shots are tight. Sure, it is challenging, but is it fun? First time I played Medieval Madness, I grinned from ear to ear. First time I played Big Lebowski, I grinned from ear to ear. The same for Wizard of Oz. I was not grinning when I played Houdini. The biggest thing I have to get used to is the flipper feel. The flippers feel very different from any other game I have played. Bally Williams, Stern, Spooky, you get the idea. I have a friend getting one. I will really reserve judgment until I can get some time on a properly dialed-in machine, but this is just my initial feelings which are still relevant. Because if this machine is on route, it needs to get played. People need to want to come back and play it again, Matt Drucker. Well, Matt, first of all, thank you for emailing me. I actually didn't realize Matt had wrote me an email about Houdini after I just gave my Houdini impressions. And, and look, Matt, I mean, falling in love with a pinball machine, falling in love with the machine the moment you first play it, that's really hard. And you name games like Medieval Madness, um, but someone could equally go onto a Medieval Madness and have a horrendous first few balls. So I think grinning ear to ear when you first play a machine, it's not that easy to do. Um, I think, you know, Houdini, uh, because it's not Wizard of Oz, because it's not a classic game that people love, I think it's going to take people probably some time to warm up to the game. I mean, it's a new game. It's coming from a new manufacturer. It's, it's probably got a different feel to it because it's coming from a brand new company. Uh, but I think people will get used to that. Uh, as far as the big Lebowski goes, they also had one at sunshine laundromat and it was as our most big Lebowski machines broken. And there is a sign over the coin slot that says, sorry, out of order. All right, well, I don't have any more emails because, as you guys know, I did a podcast yesterday. <laughs> so uh, this this short edition of Canada's Pinball Podcast was to give my initial impressions of playing the Houdini, the way it's set up at Sunshine, uh, and the, to retract that incorrect information about Jersey Jack Pinball. Um, the final note I want to make is this, and this is something that I struggle with because how do you give an honest opinion about a pinball machine or a pinball company when you want to root for them to succeed and you may or may not like their product? And I think people are going to run into this with Houdini. I think people run into this with Total Nuclear Annihilation. I think they ran into it with Rob Zombie. I think any new pinball venture or game that comes to market, I think people really, really, really want Stern to have more competition. I really think people deep down want to see every new pinball game be successful, be fun, be something they want to add to their collection. I think the reality is that's not the case, that that's not going to happen, that you really can't just be a blind cheerleader of anything that comes out in pinball. It's like saying, I love every movie, or I love every car, or I love every restaurant. Um, That's not always going to be the case. Now, what I think people should do, though, is is give constructive feedback when they have those experiences and don't just be like, oh, I I played this, and it sucked. I played that, and it sucked. There's nothing about these games that suck. I mean, I think all pinball, on some level, on, on, on the majority of the levels of pinball it's a game it is everything is is fun like I'd rather be playing pinball than doing half the things I have to do with my day right half the responsibilities I have in the world uh, pinball is still more enjoyable <laughs> so I try not to get like really angry <laughs> by any of your pinball experiences. Um, but I'll, I'll say this though my final point is, the reason why people do need to give honest feedback on games is there's a lot of money at stake now for people. And there's a lot of options out there. And you know, if you don't have access to a machine, you are going to go on maybe some of the opinions about which games are great. And let me give you guys an example of that. When I was looking for my first pinball machine and I didn't have access to all these games that have come out for years. And I asked people like, what's a great game? What's a great game if you're going to own one that has longevity? And I kept hearing the Lord of the Rings, right? We keep hearing people say like the Walking Dead is great. Metallica is great. I only think it's worth owning a great pinball machine. I don't get people who buy pinball machines uh for 6789000 dollars unless they personally feel the game is great i think there's too many collectors out there that are probably just really rich and bored into and them like dropping this kind of coin doesn't mean much but man i only want to have i was saying this to a friend tonight after going through all the games at sunshine which is great cuz i can play like 200,000 dollars worth of pinball machines with 20 bucks and i basically said to him I would be happy with just like two to four pinball machines at max in my home if those two to four machines were great, right? I'm happy with one great pinball machine in my home. I really don't I, I think it's gonna be really hard if these new companies coming out are are expecting to sell like a thousand of them because there's just so much coming. And I think the only way you do sell a thousand of them is if you make an extraordinarily great game, fun game, enjoyable game. And that is why the final point I'll make, I think this is like my fourth final point. You got to make the game fun. You can't have a game that's too frustrating. And if I was going to design a game to sell to a thousand people, 2000 people, 3000 people, I would make the game, uh, immediately enjoyable i wouldn't have there be like frustrating shots and i and i think you know you might be able to get some tournament players to say well the shots aren't that bad well i don't you know steve bowden and 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 crazy levy and these guys who play pinball in unhealthy amount i don't care if those dudes are gonna find the shots because those dudes aren't buying like these new in box machines and these tournament players for the most part aren't who you need to appeal to when you want to sell 1,000, 2,000, 3,000 games. You know, so that's just the challenge that's out there for all new pinball manufacturers, not just American pinball. But if you want to make a game that sells a ton of them, it, it needs to, like, have magic. It needs to be rewarding to shoot. It needs to, like, make people fall in love with it, as, 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 as the email said. And, and, again, that's a subjective thing. You guys play these machines i encourage you all to play them don't just listen to me and take my word for it play them but here's what i would love for you guys to do if you've played houdini please share your feedback with me you know i interviewed dave falgren over in chicago right what did he say all he said was he loved he loved houdini it was so much fun he loved it he couldn't stop saying how much fun it was he said the shots were a little tight but he had fun now dave probably played it in an environment where he's with his four buddies and they're drinking beers and they're playing pinball and you know what happens when you do that? Mostly all of it is freaking fun. So that's all I'm going to say. Don't, don't cancel uh, your enthusiasm for a game until you get a chance to jump on it. Everyone, have a great day. That's Canada's Pinball Podcast. I think this is like episode 210, something like that. I don't know. Some, somewhere around there. Have a good, good one, guys.